Swag with me for a second. Hold swag, 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 just swag. You know what I'm saying? You got swag because it could be one of them shows. You know what I'm saying? But first of all, how you feeling, Joy Rain? Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Get Them to the Metaverse. Look, y'all, we have been looking forward to this show, and we are super excited that we have a phenomenal guest, and we cannot wait to get into it. But but first, how are you doing today, Jay Dunn? I'm feeling. I'm feeling cool like a like a bottle of water. Yeah, like a <laughs> bottle of water. Yeah. And they don't I, they don't give us ad support, so I'm hiding the name. Until they mind. do, I ain't saying a thing. Yeah, that was my freestyle, y'all. That was my freestyle. <laughs> but y'all know what it is. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to get them 
to the metaverse, where our mission is to help to make the extraordinary metaverse an ordinary part of life with the beautiful, the radiant, the energetic, gorgeous Joy Rain and your boy, you know, you do, you know, your fam, Jay Dunn. And we're excited, man. It is such a blessing. It's such an awesome time. Look, we on the cups of what we like to call Tech Timber. It's coming up. So we in the cool. We in the cool of the storm right now. And you know, I'm really excited because it's just so many things to talk about. And our guest today, y'all. Listen, listen. That's all I got to say. All right, that, that was all I, that's all I had to say. That's all I had to say about it. Uh listen, Joy. I, I want to know real quick, before we get into the breaking news and all that. What has your week been like this week? What has your it week has been, been like? crazy? I mean, it's been super, super hot. Then yesterday it basically flooded down here in depth, and now today it's super, super hot and dry, like it never flooded. So I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? And global warming is like 100% real. So yeah, dealing with all that, but it's good. I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, it's kind of like it's kind of like this. I'm little bit i'm a little bit upset i'm a little bit Why? upset because it's been hot and flooding and then the day we come outside and it's hot again and it's just continually like that just like the vr xr landscape right now so you know what we're gonna do we're <laughs> gonna transition into this week's breaking news all right let's go all right now listen up listen up it's a lot going on in the metaverse Alright, but if you a who's who and you into the meta, you know we can't, we gotta talk about one company called Meta. Alright? So they got Meta Connect coming up very soon, September 27th, September 28th. It is holidays for us nerds. Uh so I, I am taking off those days. Uh Joy uh will be taking over the reins of the house. I'm not doing anything. I, I'm not I'm not looking at nothing. I ain't going to work. I'm gonna be staring at the screen with like a t-shirt on that say MetaConnect and be super excited <laughs> about all the things that's gonna be coming. Like, oh God, Joy, what do you what do you got to say about this? What do you got to say about I mean, Connect? first of all, is it's two days. So it's like they have to have a lot that's going on. And on. they said that on the first day, Zuck is going to give his keynote. Come on. And then uh, there's going to be a developer state of the union. Yeah. And then on the second day, the developer sessions is going to happen. So you know how we love those. And yeah. then the sneak peek, <laughs> like a product sneak peek. I'm really curious to see what, oh, what that snapples. sneak peek is going to happen on day two. Now, see, 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 they playing with us. They playing with us. See, I ain't know nothing about that. See, look, we 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 met heads in here. We got the quest. We got the quest twos back there. We got two quest twos back there. She got one behind her. Then we got uh the quest pros. I got the Ray-Ban glasses. So we like, listen, we in this day, man. You know, we be trying to meta if you listening, meta quest, you know what I'm saying? If you I can't <laughs> if you want to help us out, you know what I'm saying? But listen, like, seriously, it's one of those things where just the software updates, and I love what you said earlier, Joy. The developer sessions are the area where you really get, if you really know, that's where you really know where the platform is going. What's connect is the public facing piece. It's like the, the keynote is like, oh, this is some cool stuff we got. That's, you know, that everyone really care about. But then developer sessions is where you learn about like the next level of hand tracking on the next level yeah. of this and that. And so a lot of people don't know a lot of things that we're seeing today is literally things that they talked about at connect last year and we didn't get it till like now so yeah. it's really just those times where i'm really really excited about what's going to be going on and that's connect but 
While Meta is killing the game, we have a new person in the ring bringing some heat to yeah. the XR headset space. And that, of course, is immersed. Broke the news, uh, kind of leaked the news, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, unfortunately and fortunately for us. Because uh, I got a chance to get some leaked information. And I was like, oh, crap, man. Like, got to make a video about this. And it is called Visor. It is a work-focused XR device. It's not really a general use VR XR device, but it's a device that's made for you to work at your best with a 4K per hour resolution on this device. I, I, I want to know, Joy, is this something that would be on your radar? Now, remember, it's not a general use. It's a spe specifically for work. Mm -hmm. What do you think about it? Absolutely. That? Well, what I love about it is that it's small like sunglasses yes. it's like that that's the thing that attracted me about it is that it's so small it's not going to be heavy and it's built for all day comfort so i'm like i really want to test this and see this and if it is what it says that it's going to be this is a game changer because i mean if i can work with a pair of sunglasses on come on i would be in it all day yes i mean that that's another thing too so it it's it said in the keynote they bring they put the key out today that literally this thing was going to be as light lighter than your smartphone which when i look at my smartphone I'm like it's lighter than this on my face like sign me up right um but the the the, the, the we got to see we got to see now you know we hear a lot of promises about delivering this is not one of those things. This is not a big billion. You know, we don't know. We do know they partnered with a big tech giant. So we don't know who they are. Could be, you know, it could be Google, could be anybody. Um, when that news comes out, we'll probably understand how they're able to do this. But what, yeah. if you had to guess, what was the price? What, what do you think the price might be? Hmm, I'm thinking that it, it they will want to be a, like affordable. I'm, I'm thinking around maybe that $399, 400 <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going look i'm going the other way i think they're not going for affordable since it's more for work and practical use now of course it is not general use so you know oh, i'm thinking about right. corporate i'm thinking about think corporate about i'm thinking about you know how those things mm -hmm. cost for a corporate uh company so i'm looking in probably around the if up anywhere from eight up like i don't think yeah. it's gonna be below if eight like if it's eight. under eight i think it's a no-brainer for a lot of people who do this but if it's yeah. above that it's gonna then come down to where it's gonna be Does it look like game of drinks just put in the chat he was like 500 to 100 is perfect yeah i i About would 500 to 1000 one, i'm sorry 500 to 1000 look at me i'm i'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm misquoting it 500 to 1000 is perfect for sure and rex said for sure he said facts that is huge um and going back to one of the previous notes alex had even mentioned there he said i wish there was an in-person event for connect this year i guess there's a limited in-person event at meta headquarters but i imagine devs are getting those invites yes so from what we understand it is going to be a limited space we don't know how that invite system is working um but we do know is that there's going to be hopefully some cool people there. And hey, like I said, you know, I don't know if you want to holler at us. No. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it's one of those things where I don't know if we're out of that. I think we've, I think Apple has trained us, just being honest. Those keynotes, those high production keynotes since COVID, I, even when Apple did their in, in, um, their invites for mm -hmm. the new Apple Vision headset, it was still like we were watching a video in the audience. It wasn't like a, you know, we're actually going to be a part of something. So maybe, 
next year we'll go back to a full-fledged connect where you know the press and media and podcasters will be able to come through but hey Meet us in Horizon Worlds, okay? If, if, if you ain't got an invite, <laughs> holler at us in Horizon Worlds. Let's party up. Let's have a watch party and connect. Because last year, yeah. it was it was absolutely incredible. Oh, it was uh, amazing. It was amazing in there last year. All right. Now, speaking of Horizon Worlds, look at my look at my segues. <sighs> Listen, Horizon Worlds growing up on y'all, man. Y'all need y'all to stop hating. Alex, I'm talking to you. I need y'all to stop hating on my home, on our place of community. Horizon Worlds is got a new game, okay? Got a yeah. new game called Super Rumble, and man, the fidelity. You know, I got a chance to sit. We uh, got a chance to sit in on a developers uh, talk about this, and they say this is the first time that. In Horizon Worlds, they was able to get a world running at 72 frames per second without any issues or problems. And this is using some of those new things that Bashal last year and Mark and Boss talked about where they were talking mm -hmm. about um, TriMesh and um, new types of ways to import uh, things in. So really, really excited about it. They talked about it to connect, and we're finally beginning to see the beginnings of that. So, Joy, you played... <laughs> You played Super <laughs> Rumble with me, and it's on our channel. An unshameless plug. You can go watch it after the show. It's hilarious. But, Joy, what do you think about Super Rumble? <laughs> I love the way that it looks. I love the way that it feels. I love the direction that it's going toward. And it's something that's to be, like, you know, really excited about. And as far as the game is concerned, <laughs> it was fun. It was yeah. so much fun. And so if you haven't tried it, go ahead in there. And, you know, even hit us up. If you want to go in there and play against us, we would Look, love to, you know. Alex just said he wanted to get his butt whooped. So, Alex, what we're going to do is we're going to get you in there, you know, get Brittany in there, and we're going to go ahead and have us a rumble. Now, don't get <laughs> mad when we when we win, all right, because we're a little competitive because it's our home turf, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> it is what it is. But, no, Super Rumble, and the reason why I brought it up on here is because it really wasn't just about Super Rumble. It really just signifies the next evolution of Horizon Worlds. Absolutely. It's the next evolution and push into what we believe and what we've seen since the day we've gotten in there. You know, we are about community, we're about social, but this is really the next level of engagement to really shut the noise and stop all the hate. And, uh, and also can... to attract new people um, because See. if it feels good, if it, you know, looks good, then of course... With the community built on top of it, you can't go wrong. You so can't go wrong. I love yeah. the way that they, the direction that they're going. So, yeah, you got to meet us in Super Rumble. Holla at your boy. Holla at your girl. We going to be in there. We going to get you get you booked. All right. Last bit of news before we get into our apps of the week. Okay. This one here didn't take me by surprise, but it took me by surprise of how fast it happened. So, mm -hmm. the Roblox CEO spoke about one million downloads of Roblox on the Quest platform within how many days? Five days. Five days. That's a lot of people. I was like, first of all, where are these people been? Where? Look, to do one million dollars. Where, where are these people at? Where are you people? Like, where have you been? Look, I said <laughs> the same thing. Have you just been thing. specifically waiting for Roblox to, you know, come out? To come like, out. 
this is crazy. It's one of those things where, you know, we we got into it we, the, the second it dropped. You know, Joy literally saw me run from one room to the next and be like, yo. I was like, what is happening? Roblox is all. I got to go drop a video now. She's like, drop the video now. You know, so I rush in the room and I'm like, hey, it's your boy. It's your boy, Jay Dunn. Listen, we're going to be playing Roblox. And so didn't realize five days in, that's that proves the fact. Meta knows what they're doing. Okay. They, they know what they're doing. This is a retention grabber. You know, this is getting people into headsets. And so yes. we're really, really excited about, because that's what Get Them to the Metaverse is all about, y'all. It's about get them in headsets, get them to the Metaverse by any means necessary. So Roblox coming into the platform, it gets them to bite into the Quest. And of course, as Quest 3 comes out, it's going to be even better. And then with yeah. the Quest 2 being a lower, you know, lower price, it's like, this is just going to keep that engagement going. And this is now... Remember, it's open beta, so a lot of people have been streaming it, talking about how it's made them sick, or they don't, you know, it's not really graphically what they was expecting. Here's the thing. You got to understand this is an open beta, y'all, so it's not going to be completely optimized. Yes, it's an app lab. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, no, go ahead. No, 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 say it's on app lab, and I'm really excited because... There've already been some optimizations that's been done, and some of the experiences that I jumped in. I know Joy, you jumped into one or two of them as well. So yeah. it's just kind of like we just got to play. I played some Uno. I played some Uno on there, y'all. Okay, so it was it was kind of dope. It was kind of dope. A puzzle. Yeah. So Joy, this before we go into absolutely week, I want to know when you think about Roblox and Horizon Worlds, like you know, do you think there's a correlation that? As Roblox is launching, you got also, you know, we're upgrading Horizon Worlds. Do you think it's connected to that? Well, I think that just to be 1,000 is that they're trying to retain as many children as they can. Because if they go to Roblox and see that, you know, they already know what Roblox is. They're yeah. trying to basically compete and keep the children on Horizon Worlds. So, yeah. You don't so want I'm, all of them to migrate. I think I, I love the fact. This is what I loved about it. I love the fact that on the week, the day before, uh, on the day that Roblox launched, the next day Super Rumble launched. I was like, yes, like let's go, let's let's fight it out, let's battle it out. But I'm by yeah. hope. My hope is actually the opposite. I'm hoping there's a bait and switch. Move on, kids. Move to Roblox. Oh, adults. I didn't say I wanted it to happen. <laughs> no. I didn't say I wanted. The screaming children. The screech. The screech. Call them the screechers, amen. <laughs> uh, but I'm they hoping. Move along, but for but, the sake of meta. Of what yeah. They want, when we know? first got into Horizon Worlds, <laughs> it was mostly adults. So Absolutely. we would love for it to get back to the fact of just adulting on there, and then we're going to Super Rumble and enjoying adults. We love yeah. playing with kids as well, you know. But we we try our best as adults. We're like, you know, I really don't want to be in a thing with y'all and talk to y'all and it's okay so go to roblox you know go to roblox and y'all see they save horizon worlds for us. i don't know i okay. feel like i have to be in my like teacher mode whenever i'm you around joy. the kids oh I, my God. Okay, I have look. to be like come here little baby you go over this way listen joy <laughs> will be so quick to be like hey y'all um so what we're gonna do is I'm gonna open a portal for you guys, <laughs> and you go over here. And but you know it's the sweetest of sweetest, but you know it'd be just like, all right, kids. For me, I'm like, all right, kids, here's your portal. Get out of here. Get get, get out of here. What you doing? <laughs> uh, but all right, let's get into our apps of the week because I think it's actually kind of cool what we have for our apps of the week. So what is your apps of the week this week? It's Pokestars. What? I went in, yes, I went in there and was like, you know what? I just want to gamble away some of these little 
poker chips things yes. that they were giving me. And so went in there and claimed my little prize. And what I saw is that they've upgraded it so much since mm. I've been in there last, the last time we've been in there. And they have its own designated spot where you have like your your little merch that you can get, the hat, sunglasses, and it's really, really cool. So if you haven't gone in there in Poker Stars lately, you're gonna be surprised of the upgrade that they have in there. So that's mine. Okay, okay. You know, we used to go into Poker Stars a lot. I know, uh, I know Hardy's in the chat as well. Uh, he hey, shout there. out to Hardy. Yeah, he used to go in there, what was it, craps or something like that. We go in there and play that game or something like that. And he was rolling <laughs> them dice. And we was in there. It was. It's a lot of fun, especially when you have multiple people going yeah. in. You know, there's a mixed reality mode. If some don't, if you have a Quest Pro, challenge you, get out when we get out of here. Go load up Pokestars, go into the mixed reality mode. You'll have the machines and the tables in your room. It's kind of insane. Um, that's what I believe the Quest 3 is going to be really good at as well. But I'm so glad you brought this up because now I want to get back in here and get some of this money and get some of this cool <laughs> merch. You know what I'm talking about? Well, all right. Last but not least, my app of the week, y'all. All right. Um, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say this. But my app of the week is actually Super Freaking Rumble, okay? Listen, right, <laughs> You had a super, blast. Super Rumble, I, I was in there today. I was in there yesterday. I was in there the day before. <laughs> like, it's it's basically a whole app. It's like a game within a, the within a game. You know, it's like Super Rumble is is the ish, y'all. All right, I'm just being honest. Alex, anybody in the chat trying to get what? Holler at me after this. You know what I'm saying? Let's go jump in and y'all going to get murked. All right, because this is <laughs> truly... A new game. So I had to put Super Rumble as my game of the week because it's the only game I've been playing. I haven't had time to do anything else because of other work we've been doing. So every time I get in Horizon Worlds, I'm jumping into Super Rumble. So like I said, follow J Dunn RP, follow Joy Rain. If you see <laughs> us online, send us the invite to, to Super Rumble so you can get your butt whooped. All right. So we're gonna check in with the crowd because we about yes. to do one of the best parts of the shows where we actually introduce our guests. But I want to check in with the crowd. I saw that Samson join in from the let's talk podcast we appreciate you fam for joining in he said like that stream y'all yeah please like the stream what are y'all doing yes, and alex said hit them thumbs up there you go See, yes we, thank we got you a, man we got the family here today man it's gonna be dope we, we, it, it's, it feels good when everybody's self-checking in here you got laura O from the reboot imagine Hi, man. what's good what's good and we love you too we appreciate you for tuning in so listen listen this this what we about to do this transition, Joy, we about to do. I'm so excited. I want to say this before we even go into the intro. I want to say this because this was something we we had five when we started getting to the metaverse. We had five particular guests we wanted to have on. And the guest today is one of those people. Yes. So we've completed our circle. We've had everybody we said we wanted to have for this first season of Get Them to the Metaverse. So... We're about to get into the intro, and we're going to bring in our guests. Y'all ready? I want to see some fire emojis in the chat. I want to know that y'all connected. I want to know that y'all ready to see our guests, and we're going to go ahead and get into our intro right now. Our guest today is a first-gen Haitian and Eritrean product manager at Meta. She's passionate about using tech for social impact and has a background in public service, including AmeriCorps and community organizing for affordable housing in Silicon Valley. She later transitioned into tech in 2012, teaching herself how to code and earning a master's in interaction design from the University of Arts in London. 
She has supported nonprofits in London, Paris, and Alaska with these new tech skills and went on to eventually win funding from Oculus to launch her first solo developed VR app for the Oculus Store platform in 2017. It was during this time she decided to fund a startup delivering virtual reality bias training solutions that can help improve the quality of experiences for underrepresented people in professional and educational environments. She joined Meta in 2019 where she has led teams to build Quest tools for developers and creators. She's now excitedly working on avatar experiences for VR and a Meta family of apps to support bringing the Metaverse vision to life. So now without further ado, let's welcome our very special guest, Clarama Dervilius. Oh my gosh, I love the applause. I'm like, oh my gosh, that sounds so cool. Who is that person? Yes, wow, that's welcome. a really nice intro. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you all so for having me. Like, yeah, of I'm really course. excited. I'm, oh my gosh, yeah. You guys are such a vibe. I just want to let everybody know, like, I feel like being in the industry for like, I think in the community, I think the VR community is the best thing about this space, right? And yes. I think when we started, it was very refreshing, very positive energy. Everyone was excited about the future. And I feel like in the last few years, that's kind of turned in a different direction <laughs> to a point where I kind of didn't really... Like, I just felt like I had to avoid social media. I think things got a lot more critical. Things were a little bit more, you know, the stuff that we thought was going to happen sooner didn't happen. So you just feel that in the air, the energy's kind of shifted. And I feel like your channel has been like, oh, this is, it was just so refreshing. And I think at a time where I'm like, I miss Aww. being part of the community now. And yeah. yeah, I feel like you guys are bringing back that energy and like, just, I don't know, it just, it's Aww. really great. Just excitement in general. Like, you know, even how you talk about news and stuff is just very fair and balanced. I just love that. It's great. Oh, thank, thank you so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, we really, we know, we know, seriously, that means so much to us because we are a huge fan. You are a huge inspiration for us since we saw you on connect talking about developer tools so we're super excited to have you on today and this is the best part because the beautiful <laughs> wonderful joy rain is about to take over the reins of the show and dive into our special guest you ready to do this joy i am ready let's so, go thank you again so much clorama and we're just going to get right into it so how did you get exposed to virtually virtual reality and what was your first experience like uh, yeah. Uh, hi, Alex. Just to say that first. <laughs> um, so I got exposed to um, virtual reality in 2015. Um, this was when I was in grad school. Um, and I was exploring, like I had a research thesis where I wanted to understand how I could um, revolutionize um, bias training, I guess, for, from an extent. And that was because I was going through a personal experience in grad school where I was being confronted with um, attitudes that... <laughs> were <laughs> just uh, assumptions about my cap capabilities or competencies oh. and on all that, like on a regular basis to the point where it was like really impacting my ability to, I think, get fairly graded and fairly taught um, in an education that was paying equal money as my peers for, but just noticing I was getting very different treatment. Yeah. Um, and it was an interaction, course, interaction design course, tech course. I had luckily had come in already with VR, uh, not VR experience, but tech experience. I was a website developer for a year. So I, I had my confidence built up um, having worked in independently with clients. And um, mm -hmm. so by the time I got into this course and I was experiencing this, it was kind of like, um, just not what I expected. I think if I had came into this course and not have had that background where I had a muscle built up in this, I think I would have been uh, more susceptible or internalized a lot of the disbelief 
around mm. um, my capabilities. So, um, but that said, um, I wanted to use this research thesis opportunity to like explore how we could use technology to combat these type of like attitudes that I think impact representation, diverse representation in these fields that are going to be impacting people at scale. Um, when you're talking about solutions, technology to me is like, solutions to a lot of the problems that we have today and it amplifies that and i love that as someone who loves i love solving problems um i love um looking for ways we could um especially the most difficult ones like what are the possibilities how can we explore even just tackling the things that we feel like are impossible like yeah. i don't believe you know what i'm saying and, I, and yeah. then also to like make the world a more positive place so that's kind of where my birth for this topic came from and then and so doing the research around this work, understanding where the gaps were, knowing that the solution was going to be around empathy. Um, mm -hmm. I was trying to figure out how can technology transfer this? What's the best way to have an emotional experience? And how do we measure um, these things? Because a lot of the times when I would try to surface these issues, I didn't have the evidence um, to get the, 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 the situation acted on or like yeah. you know, the help that I needed to get to where I needed. So I saw, eventually I just was doing some Googling and looking at immersive solutions. I had another idea that I was originally gonna do with like actors and GoPros and first like videos and projection. It was gonna be crazy. Um, and just to make this an immersive experience. And then I, and, and I realized, I don't know, when I was Googling at that time, I saw that Facebook had bought Oculus. That was like an article mm -hmm. that came up. And I was like, what the heck? And it was like, there was like a, it's a virtual reality headset. And I had put like VR as an exploratory thing, but I didn't think it was like an actual technology that was available to, wow. to be used. Yeah. And yeah. so like, cause originally I was looking at AR glasses. I put AR VR. So I have a blog that's actually was written in 2014 where I was thinking AR VR to be like a perspective lens. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I just didn't think it was possible. And, and so when I saw that article, I was like, what the heck, there's a VR headset. And I, I told my teacher, I was like, how do I get one of these? It was the Oculus DK2, it was a developer kit. Come on. And he okay. was like, yeah, at that time, he was like, oh, we have one. It's been collecting dust um, because no one's been able to get it to work. Don't bother with it. Just try something else. And I was like, oh. Oh, if you have one, I have to at least try. Um, yeah. And so, yeah. And so he lectured me for an hour on why I would be wasting my time. <laughs> and like, oh, he's not going to be able to help me. Yeah. And mm -hmm. um, I was just like, I just have to try. At the end of the day, like, I'm not going to feel satisfied exploring this topic and not mm -hmm. having, uh, and if I, 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 I sure I was going to fail. I, I was very, I, I didn't feel confident. He was a game engineering master's degree person had a PhD in like uh, physical computing. And if he couldn't get it to work, I knew that the chances for me were shot. Wow. Um, but I just wanted to try. So they gave it to me. They like, they said, don't, don't ask those questions. This is all you. I did a couple YouTube videos. I stayed in the room all day, uh, the computer lab by myself. And yeah, I was able to get it a demo up and working in the Tuscany <laughs> demo and for those OG VR people, they probably know what that is. Um, working within a day, just watching a few YouTube videos. So, yeah, wow, well, like, okay. let's, let's okay. So, yeah, so we have to acknowledge the fact that you did not give up, and Come we on. absolutely love that no matter what you know, obstacle came your way, that you absolutely persevered through it. Yes. So, kudos to you. I absolutely Jeez. love that. My, my thing, my no, my, I was say, my thing is. I, I want to go back to the statement you just mentioned because I love the story we're going, this trajectory mm -hmm. we're going, where you literally said, I, yeah, I assume I was going to fail. You know, like, I, yeah. it, it looked like there was no way for this to make sense for me, that this was not something that was specifically something. I, if he couldn't do it, I couldn't do it. 
that right. area of almost what what is it what we like to call it that um Imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Yeah. You know, I'm highly intelligent. Even though I know I I can do it, if you put it in front of me, I can figure it out. It's still yeah. an imposter syndrome because of someone else next to me that I may see as more intelligent or maybe has a different type of knowledge. And you being mm-hmm. able to say, no, I just want to tinker. I'm going to go in here and try. Yeah. Let, let's continue the story. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about where it's going. Let's continue the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so um, I guess what I the next thing that I was going to ask that you kind of um, alluded to was the um, the Teacher's Lens, correct? That was the name of the app? Yeah, Teacher's Lens, yeah. Yeah, could you yeah. expound more on that? Yeah, so uh, we were going to call it Teacher's Pet, but I don't know, we did like as some of my friends teachers we call it lens but um sometimes we forget that but anyways uh yeah so basically it was an app where um so like i said i had started doing my, my first prototype that i built in grad school was exploring how we can use vr uh, in a first person perspective where you can have it um different identity traits and mm-hmm. because that was like a proven method in vr like there's actual research that shows when you have it a body mm-hmm. with different traits um you start to see yourself your brain thinks it's you um so you internalize a little bit that the empathy gap closes a bit. Um, with that said, I wanted to gamify the experience like, okay, like, how do we make it an experience that um, is enjoyable to be in like, you know, diversity training, especially when you think about the way it's traditionally done, it seems it's can be very stressful. Um, you know, it can be, you know, anxiety inducing, or like, it can be just uncomfortable in general for a lot of people and, um, and, and bring up uncomfortable emotions. And so it's like, how can we make learning about other people and empathizing with other people and having and building bonds with people who are different from you a fun experience and rewarding experience because that's what it is in real life right like at least for me i've benefited so greatly being in diverse communities and um having friends from all different parts of the world where i can learn from enjoy different types of food and um you know connect with and like get exposed to different things that i didn't know i would like or like new hobbies and stuff Mm -hmm. so i feel like it's just a it's a really positive thing and so how can we um replicate that take that package it and, and gamify it and 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 leverage vr to give us that experience that emotional experience that actually strengthen the synapses of positive like affordance with traits and like yeah feelings and so like that then you know translate into the real world like where we're less trusting of each other less like you know, prejudice, I guess. So um, with that study, having done that work, I had then taken the next two years doing a lot of these, um, doing freelance. um, And um, I joined Oculus Launchpad. So I got accepted into this program. So for those who don't know, uh, Oculus does a program every single year uh, where they open, like you can submit an application and pitch a project, a VR project. Um, And it's typically for a user, developers who are underrepresented um but i think it can be like like don't let me like apply if you have a good idea and it's has some type of social impact like um uh type of angle like just apply um and um if you get accepted to the program they give you fun they don't give you funding they give you like a free headset like gears and they give you mentorship and all of that and you have three months and you build your project that you pitch them um, and then at the end you submit and out of all the projects that get submitted, they'll pick a number of them to fund. Wow. Um, and so that year I pitched a project 
uh, I actually was a game project. It was completely different for what we I actually did work on. But there was a girl that I met that in the boot camp for the first couple of days because they do take you to a boot camp and they teach you um, like all these tricks and tr- uh, tips and tricks and, and all mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Um, uh, to get started. Um, and I met and you meet all the other people who got accepted and you build a community with them. Um, and I met someone who was interested in doing a bias training for, for, for school. And so we ended up partnering and I would build the thing. She like supplied the research cause I wasn't familiar with the concept of, I mean, even though that was my experience, uh, it hurt in her case, she has, she was a white woman who had a daughter who was half black. And so that was a big concern for her, um, understanding the data. She's a UX researcher. Her name is, uh, uh, Jessica. Oh my gosh. She's going to kill me. I'm spacing out her last name. Jessica. She has the coolest last name too. Uh, anyways, <laughs> um, I'll remember probably later, but, um, but anyway, so she, me and her, we partnered together to like, um, build this experience again. Didn't think we would win. Like this was a hundred developers. I think at that point they were only picking like 10 projects. Maybe I knew our project was very, it's bias training. This is 2017 bias. I felt like was such a, uh, loaded or triggering term for a lot of people. And it's the Oculus platform. Like, I mean, let's be real. When I think of Oculus, especially back then, I just thought of Palmer, a whole bunch of Palmer luckies. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, women, yeah. you know, like you know, um, and with so tropical, I did with tropical shirts, you know, with tropical shirts, you know, <laughs> yes. like this is not like this is not, yeah. So I just did not think at all that this we would win at all. Uh, but again, the goal for me was I was really excited to learn how to develop uh, an app for the Oculus Rift for yeah. the touch controllers and the the PC VR. I was really excited to do that because before then, up until then, I was doing a lot more. My first project was DK2, but in between, I was doing a lot more um, like um, Google VR uh, experiences. Um, and so, yeah, so um, submitted the project and um, yeah, found out a month later that it got picked up for funding. And then the money yeah. that we got was like crazy. <laughs> I was like, wait, That's what? Just amazing. Yeah. So that was, wait, did I answer your question? That's how we came. Yes. Across. <laughs> teachers learn so that that was the app and the app was basically that it's a it's a way that we it was a propo- proposal for how we could revolutionize training in the classroom um where we can give teachers empower teachers uh because 82 percent of teachers in education were white in america um and half the students um were people of color in america so like there's this natural cultural gap between teachers and students and of course a lot of these students who are uh, there's an overlap between students who are people of color and um, and low income. Um, so there's a huge gap there as well that prevents that. I think that leads to consequences where a lot of students end up. Th- there's things called like the school's prison pipeline, the high st- school dropout rate. Like these are yeah. really big um, uh, problems, systemic issues that happen in the American education system. Um, and a lot of that has to do with cultural unconscious bias. Yeah. Um, and what we found, and this is similar to the workplace and anywhere else, it transfers everywhere, but um, particularly in education, the number one indicator that a student will be successful is not their family, you know, resources, their social network influences or their friends influences. It's not the teacher's level of education or their like expertise on a topic. It's mm-hmm. literally if the teacher believes that they can be successful, Wow. Wow. That's the strongest indicator that the student will be successful. That has the strongest correlation to their graduating, to getting good grades and all that. And it's because it changes their behavior. If a student, if a teacher believes 
one student is, yeah, they're, they're going to give them more attention. They're going to yeah. um, be more graceful. And when they make mistakes, they're going to, you know, um, challenge them, give them higher, you know, and, and set them up for success. So yeah. um, how can we create these experiences that help one, a teacher become aware if there is um, a gap or yeah. potential unconscious biases using proven methods that exist with research. And then how can we give them games and experiences that respond to the level of severity that they might have this um, disassociation with a, a student's identity and their competency or capabilities um, um, and, and play games where they can grow empathy unconscious, like, you know, in the experience um, just by being around more positive associations with those yeah. traits that they might not have gotten in real life if they're just consuming a lot of their understanding of different people from like media and TV, which can n not put every demographic in the best light, if that makes sense. No, yeah. this, this is absolutely incredible. Number one, because hearing all the thought that went behind the application, like, you know, there was an application yeah. called uh, now is the time uh, Martin Luther King uh, uh, kind of like a documentary esque experience that you would put on. And I challenged everyone when that came out about last year sometime right around I think Black History or this year. I challenged everyone on my social media. I said, listen, go put this headset on. Go go do this whole process. There's a police mm -hmm. part in there. And literally, Joy will tell you, I was in there doing this experience and my heart started beating when the police pulled me over and they were like screaming uh -huh. at me and they were like because i because as i am an african-american this is something i deal with especially in the south every day every time yeah. i leave this home it's not guaranteed i come back and i don't think a lot of people really get that when we so strongly fight for diversity and inclusion these are the things we're talking about so even this bias that you're speaking about making an yeah. application and then putting them in a the headset and then allowing that they may not even know what they're being tested on and allowing yeah. that to show them just how much they have bias and then mm. showing them how to you know, maybe if you do this a little bit differently, look at the, the, the engagement that changes in that particular student. I just think mm -hmm. that's incredible. That, that's just incredible. It mm -hmm. is. And so going into our ne next question, Jay Dunn and I watched your panel discussion on AWE 2018 regarding diversity and inclusion in the XR space. And what changes have you seen implemented um, that has made this space more diverse? Um, so for me, the biggest, the biggest so when I joined VR, when I joined the VR community in 2016 or 17, uh, I only knew it as a diverse population. And, I, and, I, and I'm not saying that that's, that's true. I'm just saying I had this very unique angle of entering the space from Oculus Launchpad. Mm. Um, and Oculus Launchpad, that was the second cohort. Again, they had took 100 underrepresented devs. Um, in the space and put them together in a room and, and told them to build something. So for me, my community immediately joined in the space coming from an indie freelancer where I was kind of operating independently and choosing, like not choosing my clients, but the clients chose me. And so they often worked with clients that were, you know, were open and receptive to someone like me doing building stuff for them. <laughs> um, so we, we get it, we uh, get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> um, so <laughs> the game is 
this is rough out there but anyways um, so like, um but yeah so i think i've been very lucky that i've only seen underrepresented people or people of color or like women um really doing really big things um in the space and coming from you know ground zero to like now like all flourishing in different spaces and um um, so for me, Oculus Launchpad to me has been, and it, there's been like, I don't know, seven cohorts now. So you can imagine a lot of people come getting their zero foot start in the VR space with the support of Oculus, the industry leading, you know, space. And this was, I think this program was started, was by a black woman. Her name was Ebony. Wow. Um, okay. So she had this vision in 2016 to put this together, 2015 actually. And so I think that just introduced so many people from the ground up. And I think as a result, I mean, we're all dispersed now, um, but for me, that's been those kind of programs that where we put people in a room, give them resources, give them tools, give them an yeah. incentive, uh, who already have a passion and improve in that passion, have a thought out well idea. Like they don't just, you know, they they are they have been thinking about this daily. They just needed like some support to, to mm-hmm. take it over the finish line. And I think when you can put all those people in a room, give them a sense of community, like you get, oh my gosh, like that's just everything. And like you know the projects that come out. Um, there's a lot of really big projects that are out that we don't know are people have been actually dri- driven by people of color. Um, I don't know if you guys know like Onward. Uh, it's it's a interact i think downpour interactive is yeah, the yeah, company yeah. Okay. they've been acquired by meta that's was started by um a black guy in high school or in college um, you know solo dev wow. you know like and these are like these are i think something about vr is very unique from any other industry is that because it's getting its start now where most of us are starting to get our foot in the door into tech or you know we're, we're the first gen for my family to like you know start to venture into this space that um people like you're just seeing a lot more creators from the ground up look different so at least from my perspective um yeah and so that goes into the actually the next question um from your experience has the acceptance and use of virtual reality been better across europe or other places that you've traveled because we know that you're world traveled Mm. um than the united states or is it the other way around uh, so I will say data wise, for sure, United States is like the heaviest, <laughs> North America, uh, and then Europe. Uh, and then you, you got some Australia, you got some Asia, like, don't discount South Korea, <laughs> Japan, like these people are really up on their VR game. Um, I will say the biggest surprises for me having uh, been able to travel to Ghana and South Africa and Brazil, um, where that they were even in those places, there were enclaves of VR communities. Um, right. Yeah, like building really cool, like for me, the, we got to visit, we got to visit this one VR community and, and Nigeria has the really big community as well. Um, and But we visited this one community in Ghana where I think there was like five startups working in like one house on different VR projects and AR projects. And oh my gosh, like to me, this is the applications that I want to see on the platform. Like they are, because they're closer to a lot of problems, especially when it comes to education and, you know, um, accessing experiential content and learning, uh, which I think VR, that's VR superpower. Yes. Uh, They were working on some really interesting like ideas. They had some really amazing prototypes and demos um, and they were getting their headsets, borrowing from schools and getting funding from like UNICEF and and these kind of like uh, international orgs to be able to do their thing. But they were also working in very limited resources, which is not uncommon to a lot of 
us indie devs in Silicon Valley or like even in America, like we, a lot of us are putting our own money into things and this stuff is really expensive. So we're kind of making it work. Obviously yeah. they're on a different level where they have electricity yeah. to like try to manage around at like when they only have three hours of it a day, but they're yeah. still doing the same thing. They're still outputting if, like a lot of quality content. So it's everywhere. I think the whole world gravitates to this, the, the idea of the potential of VR. I think where we're all thirsty for is seeing like, use cases that we feel like are meaningful um yes. and 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 getting that distributed yeah <laughs> well um but i yeah i think every every i think i think a lot of people have this um misconception that like oh if it's a poor country they don't either they don't care about uh, vr they don't do it but no they every country has levels of income and representation yeah. and levels of resourcefulness like people who are resourceful with very little and that's every country has that and there's a lot of people who have a lot and they're not that resourceful <laughs> um 100%. and you see that and then there, so as a result there's the communities that everywhere they're doing really things and i think the people that are building these really cool ideas especially in those spaces with the most adversity are coming up with like the most underhyped underrated but like meaningful uh, solutions and applications and yeah yeah so we're going to shift gears a well, little bit I want, I want to do something real quick i want to just check it yeah. we, we've been having some comments coming in people been saying oh yeah this we is awesome alex said this is awesome i love it yeah we've been having people all day coming in saying what's good fam appreciate you appreciate you love we've been just enjoying this this deep dive into <laughs> all this knowledge going back to the dk2 and all these things so we're really excited but let's go okay let's continue here. let's continue. yes we're gonna shift gears to the now what do you enjoy most about your job today what i enjoy my uh i get who uh most most uh i love what <laughs> i love being getting getting to work in a passion in something that i'm deeply passionate about that <laughs> for good money <laughs> like to not have to worry about that you know um and that's always a plus Right, right. Um, especially for this type of topic, where it's very pioneering. So not many companies are willing to take this crazy risk on something that doesn't feel like lucrative or have like a very clear line to a billion dollar success rate or whatever. Um, and so that I feel very fortunate about to find the balance of both because I would be doing this even if I didn't work at this company, I would be doing this. So just, you know, what I'm saying like, that's what it was. That's what I was doing before I came here. And I just was struggling, you know, but I was doing it while also trying to figure out how to make ends meet. Um, so that's my favorite part, but also the, the, actually the best part is also getting to build solutions that I want to see on a platform as a consumer for this hardware that I'm an enthusiast about. I get to be inside and influence directly and have a say and advocate wow. and, 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 um, organize a team and even educate leadership on why <laughs> this is what the market wants or yeah. needs. Um, when sometimes I think leadership, they obviously like, and I say leadership, like executive leadership, they have really, they think about 10 years ahead um, for the product space. And they're thinking about, um, you know, what's viable there. But when, when it comes to like what's happening on the ground, they're, they're just, they may not have the, the close, like the closest ear. So being able yeah. to make an impact in that way, just to make sure, hey, just there's some things that we, that are broken that need to get fixed that people want today that we're not thinking about and being able to get to voice that internally makes me also gives me meaning like i think gives my work meaning and it's you know yeah 
And so what advice would you give someone who is looking to become a VR project manager? Uh, if you're looking, well, I'm a product manager. So if you're a product, I have product written down and I say project, I just rant with, ran with, yeah. I apologize. it is product manager. It's okay. Everybody it's okay. product. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair. Like, I think they're like the same at like other companies. Like I think Microsoft <laughs> project manager, product managers use interchangeably at, at meta. It is different. Um, and what I would say, if you want to become a product manager, it is the, it's, it's it's a great job if you have uh, two skills. One, you're either a, a Jill or a Jack and Jill of all trades. You're like mm -hmm. you're someone that likes to do a lot of different things, and you get stimulated by doing different things, and you would get bored by just doing focusing on one thing. Like the PM role perfectly centralizes you to have a hand in um, in all these different aspects of product development, mm. um, design, understanding data, empathy, UX research. Um, um, you know, engineering, even a prototyping, like you, whether it's doing it with your own hands or being able to help those people do it in the right way because you understand the technical aspects of it and how it works and, and the workarounds, um, it's a great place to be in and everything is different, every day is different. Um, or, or you don't have to have that experience, but you have to be really good at delegating, like yeah. really good at, like you're really good with people like and organizing people and make and saying like hey you can do this do this do this and like uh so like almost like what would I, what's a good example of that like um i feel like barack obama is probably that like he's like you know um i don't know what skill sets he has directly but he's so likable and he knows how to communicate in a way that uh makes everyone really excited about the broad mission and, and mm -hmm. a vision and so people will jump on board and support and he's able to yeah. like organize accordingly um and if you can have both you're golden but those oh, two exactly. skill sets are like i think the, the right role for product management and if you don't have either of those if you're not really a big people person or if you're if you like to do one thing really well then maybe product management is it's okay. okay. It might not be for you and don't try to force it. Don't force it. Cause it's not a job that's easy at all. And wow. you have to really love it in order to manage the day-to-day -day hurdles yeah. of the role and pressures of the role. See, it sounds, it sounds like, you know, if you're a good entrepreneur who has to touch every part of the business, then you're going to be yeah. really good at doing, you know, uh, product management. If, if not, you know, if you're just more so, well, I'm, I do this one thing and I do it really good. Well, that might be more so something else, you know, maybe like you said, yeah. engineer or something else. But I love your explanation about that. I know you're yeah. super passionate about sharing that as well. All right, we're going to keep this train moving. And so um, <laughs> you've seen the evolution of VR from PC VR to standalone VR. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on the current state of VR? Ah, oh, so exciting. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's, it's, it's so exciting. I still think like I can't wait to get I think we're still years ahead before we get into the use case that I feel like are really meaningful, which is like how we can transform education and learning and have that more distributed. Um, um, and and uh, even the way we do activities together uh, across physical distance, I feel like it's really exciting. Um, however, what I love that where we're at right now is that we're finally getting like, thank God Apple came into this. <laughs> Because I, know, I think right? up until then, yeah, like, I feel like up until now, we're heading into this territory that I think, like, we're seen as, like, this niche product. Yes. Um, and um, I think with 
companies like Apple and, and bigger spaces, I think Google and Samsung are going to be doing something finally. It's like, okay, we're substanti this substantiates it in the public eye that yes. this is a tool that's going to like really revolutionize a lot of the way we do tasks today and how oh, we yeah. interact with each other. And so I feel like we're finally at the gates of that. And like, I love that Apple's going in this mixed reality approach because the, and yes. now that developers are coming, let's see what stuff looks like there. And obviously their market is like going to be more like the Louis Vuitton customers of VR. But then I think this is going to bring space for, for us, obviously, to, uh, for Meta to like, you know, have the more mass distributed, you know, solutions where it's a little bit more democratized, I think, and what yeah. we get to see. Um, obviously, there's trade-offs to both plays, um, but then also these other players coming and offering a new way of um, of this VR solution being able to be captured by the market or used by the market. I think mm -hmm. I think it's just we're at this we're just finally at the doorstep, and um, I would I'm the next five years I think these use cases are going to be landing really solidly solidly beyond gaming and like fitness and stuff like that beyond first world solutions, you know? Um, yeah. I think I can't wait till we get there. And I think, I think, I think, I think we all needed to see like signs that are we going to like get out of this trough of like, this is, we're just one thing. And I think we finally made it into a, uh, we're fine with more people coming to the door, substantiating this solution or this technology. I think I'm excited to see the, how this like expands even further and amplifies VR Absolutely. in our day to day. Um, your excitement makes me more excited, makes Joy more right. excited, uh, because you know we we are already fangirling, fanboying over it anyway. So exactly, uh, I'm super. It's like we're in love. Like, I love what you said earlier too. I would still be doing this even if I didn't particularly work for this company, you know, for Meta. Mm -hmm. So it's like yeah. one of those powerful things is that even with us. You know, when we started YouTube, it's like we weren't getting paid. We weren't getting any opportunities, but we still were doing it because it's something we love. We love we will, it. We yeah. will continue to do it because it's something we love. And that's that's always the changing factor that opens up so many doors. So we're excited that someone like you is also connected inside to continue that excitement. And we're going to be on the mm -hmm. outside doing excitement, too. Okay. Amen. <laughs> I love it. I love we it. we I all love need it. to work together. Yeah. yeah. I have to yeah. Yeah. Effort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so the show is called Get Them to the Metaverse. How do you get people into the metaverse? Uh, don't worry. The metaverse will come to you. Oh, I love that <laughs> answer. Mike, yeah. hold on, I Mike. I love that answer. Mike, <laughs> drop moment. Hold on. I need that stated one more time. Say it one more time for the people in the back. The metaverse will come to you, and it already has. I think most of us are already into it. Like, if you haven't used cash in a while but have been buying things, you're in the yeah. metaverse. Like, if you've been... You know, being able to virtually connect with people, but not have to do things physically, you you're in the metaverse like already. Like I think you've been able to express yourself, your ideas to people using technology and not like in a room full of people. You're you're in the yeah. the metaverse. I think there's more potential for it to be fleshed out, um, but um, it's already here, and it's just going to continue growing or uh, materializing. And I think. I, yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be transparent I here. That that, I think that's one of the best answers. Yes, we have oh, ever had it. on the get them to the metaverse show. Like that is that was a mic drama. Don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> the metaverse is gonna come to you. Right, you. You ain't gotta worry about it. All right, and that's why I really wanna hold it. Y'all heard that? Y'all heard it? Was that thunder? Was that? Uh oh. Uh oh. You know uh -oh. what? It, you uh -oh. know, uh -oh. I'm not know rapping. What? I'm not you rapping. Know, you know what time <laughs> it is. Like, 
it, like I said, we talked about this the last time. We are called the Duns, so we don't have lightning rounds here to get them to the metaverse. We have what we like to call the Dunder Round. The Dunder Round. All right? Okay. So this Woo! is the moment we have. You have 90 seconds to add some spit, fire, quick, quick questions. All right? Yeah, we're going so to exit, and you're going to spit yeah, the answers out. You, you got to be ready now. You got to be ready. So you ready yeah, to do yeah. this? Just for the audience, though, they told me I might have to freestyle. He was joking, but <laughs> no, no, like, we, we actually weren't. We actually weren't joking. That's after this. So, you ready, Joy, with the questions? I am ready. You ready? Let me get my music ready. You ready, Claron? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do this. All right, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go. All right. What's something you always wanted to try but hadn't had a chance to yet? Oh damn. Uh, damn. Uh. I don't know. <laughs> Skip. <laughs> okay. Something that makes you laugh without fail. Um. Dang. I'm in movie. I guess TV shows. Uh, I would say. TV uh, shows. Yeah. Okay. Like, the Office, like Parks and Recreation. Okay. The Office. Oh, yeah. Got, yeah, got it. Yeah. Let's go. Okay. Yeah. Your favorite book. My favorite book. Um. It's uh The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Okay. Favorite food. Um, spaghetti, like pasta. Okay. Actually, no, cream okay. sauce pasta. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Favorite XR device. Oh, obviously the Quest Three. <laughs> oh! <laughs> beaches are mountains. <laughs> Here we yeah. go. Beaches oh, are mountains. Beaches are mountains. A mountains. Your favorite movie. Uh, Matrix. Favorite hobby. Snowboarding right now. Cats or dogs? Dogs. Favorite genre of music? Genre of music? Uh, uh, I don't have a favorite genre. I like, I'm eclectic. Okay. Favorite place you've traveled? I'll say happy music. I love happy dance music. Um, favorite place I've traveled? Um, Ireland. All okay. right, what you got? Dude, we go, we go get you a nice goal. You, you, you did pretty good. You, you got okay. stuck on that first question. You got stuck on that first question. I know. Okay. Wait, what was it? What was it was, what was what's it? something you always wanted to try, but hadn't had a chance to? Yeah. Hey, go so go ahead and answer it right now. Go ahead and answer it right now. Well, I think that's the thing. I think I've tried everything that I want to try. I love that. I love that. Yeah. So far, yes. so I don't know. If, if there's something new I have, I want to try. I, I'm sure if there is, I can't think. I don't know what it is yet. Come on, come well, on. we want to stay tuned for that answer. Yes, <laughs> yes. Look, the, the fam has been loving the show. Rex said, "Love it." Alex yeah. said, "Chloe is the real deal." We had Alex VR mm -hmm. saying, "Fire, fire emoji." We even had one Terica come in saying, "Hey, hey," came in a little late, hey, but you man. know, you caught you caught some good stuff. You gonna have to catch up. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about? But listen, we have had the blast of a time with you, Chloe. Now we want to make sure you get the chance to plug. Anywhere people can find you and how they can connect with you after this. So go ahead and plug away how they can connect with you. Um, yeah, you can connect with me best probably. Dang, I just like X'd out my Twitter. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> um, but probably LinkedIn is probably the best way to reach out to me. That's Clarama Dervilius. Uh, you can find me on there. And just send me a message and then I'll add you. Um, so yeah. 
Sounds love good. It. That's good. We love it. We love it. We really, really enjoyed having you on the show today. It was just such an honor. Like I said, you was in our top five. So we, we can retire. We can retire the show now. No, no, no more show <laughs> for this season. Maybe. For this season. For this season. Uh, but no, like I'm really, really excited. And so Joy, before we leave out, what do you have to say? Thank you all so much for tuning in to another episode of Getting to the Metaverse. We've had an amazing time with our special guest, Clorama, and we cannot wait to see all the amazing things that she has coming up. What about you, Jaden? Listen, listen, listen. I'm, I'm going to just look at y'all on the screen real quick because... Look, this is the vibe. You know, I feel good right now, man. You know, we came in high. We're leaving on the high. And I love what she said. She said her favorite XR device... Cause I'm gonna leave y'all on this cliffhanger. It's the Quest Three, and so oh, it delivers. <laughs> all, all, all we can hope for, all we can say is, we're looking forward to the Quest Three, just like y'all looking forward to the next episode of yes. Getting to the Metaverse. Make sure you so, put those thumbs up. Make sure you thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe. And make sure you like it. Make sure you're showing love. And we are gonna see you next time on Get Them to the Metaverse. <laughs>